guys welcome to another episode of roll film this is the first episode that actually matters i'm just kidding this is the first episode like we've done it all together collect what was that restart what was oh my god coaster massacre sorry we've got we've got my very professional co-host greg painter here thank you for that hey yo but we've got a couple of amateurs here who don't know what they're doing at all i don't think they've ever been in front of a camera or a microphone we've got i'm nervous you know, I would wait till I call your name. I'm just saying I'm nervous. Okay. No, he your just said his name. Nervous. <laughs> we got the Chase Gilroy. Hey, hey. You will notice him from the letters you get in the mail when he moves in your neighborhood. <laughs> wait, what? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> we also have the Carson. Carson. I, was Carson. I got you. No, I got you. I know where the joke's going. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We've got an actual teen here to review a teen movie. Carson, say hi. How old are you? Uh... Hello, I am 15 years old. That is beautiful. You can tell by that little squeak. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was so cute. I'm a full-grown man. 15. <laughs> and of course, as always, friend of the show, friend in real life, and just, you know, a friendly guy. Friends on Facebook. Yeah, friend zone. Friends. Recently, friends on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> Roman the Atwood. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Thanks uh, for again. Looking. Back again. He was our moderator for he, Get to Know a Role Film a few yeah, months back. He's back. He could, we couldn't keep him away from us. I'm really addicted. He's no. called us every week. Guys, can I please? Please. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do want to thank Roman and Chase for setting this up in their studio. That's yeah. that's very it's kind. Of, I can't take any credit. Well, you are the tech guy, so you said you're literally it. setting it up. Well, I guess it doesn't. You're work still right tweaking now. it. I do nothing here. They were like, "Can we use the studio?" I was like, "I know. I don't know how to run anything." You <laughs> gotta like, include Chase. I gotta, I gotta call Chase. I He's got the key. What? I feel bad. It's like a pity. I'm like a, a pity guest. Well, that's how I got a wife. So. <laughs> Oh, all right. No one laughed. We're like, oh, yeah. yeah. We, uh, we know, wow. John. Way to take it deep. <laughs> we have eyes, John. That's a... Okay, but, so... But yeah, John, John used genuine. John, you, you were right, though. This is a huge episode also because we've never actually watched a movie together and then reviewed a podcast, and we've just done that also. But yeah, this is the end of John Hughes' January, and why not go out with a bang with a bunch of friends? And what did we What's review, John? It's the, the end of the month? Yes, Aww. yes. Today... We reviewed the seminal Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller. I think that was my second John Hughes movie I ever saw. How many times have you seen it, Chase? Um, that was probably the third time, I think, probably. Only three times. Floating lines, though. A 13th, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He meant the third time this month. Floating lines before they said <laughs> Yeah. Third time this month. What about you, Roman? How many times? Uh, safely, that's my second time seeing it. Wow. Yeah. I've probably seen it more than that, but that's like safely I've seen it twice. Good. And you? Yeah, yeah easily Great. twice. A hundred percent twice. Only twice? Only yeah, twice. and I saw it for the first time, I would say, uh, over 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I was telling Gilroy, I haven't seen it probably in five years, but it was definitely a regular viewing. And Carson, that was your first time ever, correct? Yeah, that was my first time. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I got a He was laughing back there. I know, it holds up, man. I mean, at 15, those are some pretty 
Still some good jokes. Still some thick jokes. Oh, dude. Thick. It was dirty back then, too, I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. Dirty. We're back to where it was 1986 and PG-13, where the rating doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> right? We were three. All of us. You, awesome. Yeah. I was not even a glimmer in my dad's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you've ever glimmered for anyone. That's why I was adopted. <laughs> he has adopted someone. I know. I like funny jokes that are true. Nineteen eighty six when that came out. Nineteen eighty six. I know. I said that already. I remember watching that though as 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 a kid. I feel like I've seen that when I was. It was on cable all the time. Had to be. It's probably on cable right now. Yeah. On the, I think Pluto TV has a Ferris Bueller channel. That's smart. All right, give us the numbers, Craig. I'll give you the numbers. I'll give you a synopsis first. How about that? Uh, a popular high school student, admired by his peers, decides to take a day off from school and goes to the extreme lengths to pull it off. To the chagrin of his dean, chagrin. To chagrin. The chagrin. It says chagrin. Chagrin dean, who will do anything to stop him. I think you don't know how to read, John. It's feel stuck it's, in his throat. Yeah, it's called reading ability. Lunch. It's called reading at a single grade level. Sound it out. Chagrin. All right. This had an estimated budget of $6 million. Opening weekend, it surpassed it. Six million. At 6.2 mil. Wow. I could have made that for half that. Worldwide gross to this day. Seventy point seven million dollars. That's crazy. You know, uh eight eight million at that time had to be like fifty. Oh big chunk. Big yeah. number. Just the trash of uh Ferrari like that. Yeah, I, I like to think they but did it multiple times. It was junk anyway. They blew the engine. Was that part of the script? I seen something recently that said that that like became like a last minute. Oh, no way. Really? I don't know. I yeah. mean, John Hughes was like that. I mean, he loved improv and things like that. They may have like just, you know what? Let's take it a step further than just kicking it. Yeah, let's just destroy the whole thing. Happen to have a glass back garage that works. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I think we talked about it when we were watching the movie. Like all of the houses in John Hughes movies are like amazing, right? Oh, top tier. Yeah. What other movies? So Home Alone. He, he wrote Home Alone. He weird science. Yeah. yeah. This guy's legit. <laughs> Too legit. Wow. He's yeah. Too legit. And he quit. Yeah. Life. He's, he's dead. Home alone though. That's important. Well, the so first one. A, no, he had a hand in all of them. Even the third one. I shouldn't say all of them. Like there's some that came out after the he classics. died, but well, I wouldn't even call three of classics. He was definitely involved. <laughs> he was involved in three, but yeah, he was the writer. He also wrote vacation and Christmas vacation is, are you talking about the same movie vacation and Christmas vacation? Yeah. Both of those. Yeah. Wrote. The first one, Vacation. That's because that's the oh, original. The one where they go to the amusement park. Yeah. Yeah. Wally yeah. World. Wally World. Which was the National Lampoon. Right? Yes. Yes. So yeah. he wrote oh. for the magazine National Lampoon back in the day. He's he's just an amazing writer. He wrote Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Bro. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like what's a great movie. Favorite movie. I know. Yeah. I know, dude. God. This guy wrote a lot of good movies. <laughs> Tons of good movies. And we were saying too, like Uncle Buck, Planes, yeah. planes Trains, and Automobiles. You know, we could be related probably. My. My parents' last name is Hughes. Hey, you could get a fat check, bro. But John Hughes is like really <laughs> talented, Chase. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. He set this whole pocket. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Did you see the iPad? <laughs> Did you <laughs> see the iPad? Look at the iPad. Bloodline. Does anyone else have an iPad? At this <laughs> Do you notice that this iPad is running on current OS? So <laughs> it's updated, yo. It's updated. <laughs> we have too many guests. <laughs> no, this is good. This is this is like. I feel like I feel youthful watching a movie with you guys. I feel like I'm back in high school again. Mm, it was it was about high school, so yeah, takes you back. Although I don't remember any of my teachers being as boring as Ben Stein. Dude, you weren't in school. Oh my goodness, that's why Charlie Brown was so funny because they all sound like 
Was it were, which one of those students in Ben Stein's class were you? Uh, the kid with the drool on the desk. <laughs> well, late high school. Yeah, I slept every day, every day, dude. Hated school with a passion, and that that movie really proves my point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was the documentary. It, it was... literally was about how much better life is when you skip school. Yeah, the moral of the story is skip school and don't hold kids accountable for their actions. And lie to your parents. Yeah. And lie to your parents. Go right into a German parade. And by the way, Shane. it's one of those rare movies where he gets away with it. Copyright. Oh, yeah. Usually it's like you get, there's a, the moral of the story, he gets caught, he learns a lesson. But this movie... Free bird. The lesson is, I'm great. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Which is why he's Van Wilder in the future, right? Yes. Yes. College is Van Wilder. Have they heard that? Is that, is that a, a theory? I have no idea, but I like to think that Burt <laughs> Kreischer saw this movie oh, yeah. and, and based his whole college oh, persona, no. and then that became Van Wilder. Well, you know, Roman asked an interesting question. He's like, I wonder like, if skipping school like went up after this movie. Like, right? It had to be such a hit. I could do that. Like Carson's going to mm -hmm. skip school tomorrow. <laughs> He's already gotten He it. can't. There's yeah. no school tomorrow. He was making a note. My point proved. You better. But he can't have the gratification. No, he hasn't been planning this for six months. You better. He planned the DTR. Uncle <laughs> Roman's car. We're going to be rolling Max the miles later. <laughs> he set this up last year. He went in and modified the planner for this year, saying that in school, or teacher in session. Oh, wait, so they tomorrow. actually have school, but we're all just tricked already. Yeah, that's, oh, what I'm, that's what we're saying. Deep, dude. No, that's what I'm saying to you. No, that's what I just said. Oh, I thought that's what you said. <laughs> I learned a lot in that movie. Yeah, I really do. It was educational for me. Okay. I, I learned that there was a lot more patience in the 80s. Oh, dude. Those scenes, I found myself like, my God, you have to sit here and watch this scene. It's long. Yeah. Like, they're actually having a conversation. Yeah. New movies aren't like that. John Hughes was huge. No pun intended. Huge. No. John Hughes. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. No, I'm not. But uh, he was so big on dialogue, and, be, and that was such a big part of it. And after this viewing of Ferris Bueller, like I said, it's probably been like five years, I almost feel like Ferris isn't even the main character. And here's why. He doesn't really develop. He's the same at the beginning that he is at the end. Like you said, he gets away with it. He's he has, a narrator. Yeah. Oh, that's that's probably even better. You could call him the narrator of Cameron's story. Cameron's the one who goes through huge character development. And How about a sister, dude? It generally out. She went from zero to hero yeah she real. charlie sheen that's why she was high i wish i could make out with charlie sheen. you make out with charlie sheen and <laughs> it's on everybody's bucket list. right Hades charlie though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that has to be notated <laughs> which uh i forgot to ask the rest of you chase which student were you in ben stein's class um the one that was just like you <laughs> wide-eyed staring like cadet. only other like, options what did he just say uh yeah, no. Anyone? I, I there was a throwaway joke when she, he uh, Ben Stein was asking where Ferris Bueller was. Well, he doesn't ask. He goes Bueller, Bueller, that classic line. And then the girl goes, "It's no problem whatsoever." Chase like audibly laughed because <laughs> there's one of those in every class. Yeah, yeah. The, the full overachiever. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Greg? 
I mean, I would obviously say the same with Roman. I hated school, man. I was always sleeping. That's why senior year I was gone before noon, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't have to go to school anymore. I was working and, and doing all that. Rome factory crew, yo. <laughs> I record. <laughs> and it's funny. Ben Stein, actually, he didn't have any lines. Everything that he did was all improv because awesome. he has a degree in economics. So John Hughes just told him to do a lecture. <laughs> <laughs> he just it would be boring. Yeah. He said, besides taking roll call, Everything else was improv. Wow. That's awesome. Nailing every A. I didn't understand that. Why was half the class started with an A? That's probably just a joke. Just because B is next. <laughs> right. I they had to they, they had to establish <laughs> the shot. <laughs> yeah. What else could they call out? But before? also, yeah, because they, they didn't even have a second B. They went from A right to B when you could have easily had a B-A name instead yeah. of going to B-E. Oh, it just yeah. was funny because it was like Adams, Adamson's. Adamville, like it would. Yeah, I didn't realize on first uh, upon first viewing how many A names there were until this time. Yeah, I definitely i I couldn't sleep in school. I tried. I just I was never a good nap. I wasn't very comfortable. No, no, I just needed like a whole large pizza. You didn't try hard enough. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I I was definitely like Chase. I was like, oh my god, what are they talking about, and why does this matter? Like I I I was spaced out of my mind. Now, did you guys ever skip school? I know your kids here. You know, I said a bad example. Never. <laughs> I don't know if I ever did. Really? Like legit skip. I don't think I did. Yeah. I don't remember skipping school. I, I went. Wow. I just didn't show up. I don't even know. <laughs> I went. I just. You're I present. Know. You just weren't present. <laughs> what about you, Greg? I did, but it was excused. Like, so not? It, you know, I didn't. It wasn't skipping school, but we were like, oh, we're going to go check out a college campus. And they were like, oh, go ahead. Right. And we went to Dave and Buster's instead. Mm. University, obviously yeah. university. DMBU, DMBU. Yeah, I did a lot. Yeah, you were a rebel. I did not think I would be the crazy one here. You were pizza skipper. at free pizza. <laughs> oh, actually, I did have a friend who worked there. I <laughs> did get free buffet, but that's not what I was doing. I just hated study hall so much because it was like class without class. You just had to sit there. You just want to learn so bad. Oh, dude, this this mind is a sponge. <laughs> and uh no seriously is if you guys push me over i'm dying <laughs> uh but it's you know i i couldn't stand it so i would just skip and obviously take another lunch and i got caught i skipped study hall for an entire i think it was like a quarter and a half and i did not like the study hall instructor she was she was a mean lady that's the words i'll use your name and social oh my gosh i actually ran into her not too long ago and she definitely remembered me and i was like well, I, if you, you ran into anybody they'd remember <laughs> i was like you should be dead but it's <laughs> are you still walking yeah no but i remember you're uh, still alive <laughs> so one of my favorite teachers was like john why don't you just be my teacher's assistant and you can just come up here and you can go get me lunch oh it's not like that wow. sexy <laughs> And uh, so I, I remember handing, after I got in trouble for skipping, I handed her the form that says I got to be an assistant. She's like, wow, John, you must not like me. And I was like, yeah. And that was it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess you can take a hint. But I, but yeah, I want to go back to the, the idea. So there's also a theory. I don't think it's true. I think there's too much that happens outside of Cameron's point of view. But there is a theory that Ferris isn't even real. And that Cameron makes it all up in his head. The whole day is a hallucination. Wait, this is the Finding Nemo theory. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> well, that's stupid. <laughs> I concur with Chase. Because that's you stupid. Think, man, it wasn't really singing on the float. I mean, you can't really get on a float during a German parade on a weekday. I, get, I would believe it if the girlfriend also wasn't there. 
if it was just Cameron enjoying his day because she was reacting the same way that Cameron well, was reacting. Well, so the theory is that she wasn't there. They so had that... the same mushrooms. <laughs> the, the theory is that none of it's real. Ferris isn't a real person, and Cameron invents Ferris because he's attracted Slo to Sloan, and that he he just envisions this perfect day with her, but he knows his insecurities are so deep, he has to create Ferris, who is the person. So none of it's real. So if we go even deeper, let's say because we start the movie off and he's sick. What if he's so sick he's in comatose? Actually, got and this is a dreamscape fever dream. Wow, that makes more sense to me. Is this what, what are we talking? <laughs> is this what you guys talk about? Atlantis. Thanks for listening to our show. I've only listened to yours like multiple. Hold times. on, I want to talk. Wait, about, you guys have a show? I want no. <laughs> I want to talk about how Ferris, like in this movie, the act, the actor, the main character addresses. He breaks the third wall. Yeah, the fourth wall. Fourth wall. Third wall is the third dimension. Okay, whatever. So he's like actually talking to the audience. Yes. How many of of Hughes's videos actually do that? Videos, movies, whatever. His moving pictures. His <laughs> his talkies. Photographer pieces. <laughs> well, and also the the question is how many did it before this time? Like w when did that start in cinema? Breaking the fourth wall. I mean, it definitely started in theater, which isn't your question, but Shakespeare used to do that. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't my question. Okay, good talk. Trying to oh. educate you. At least I know how to say chagrin. Chagrin? Chagrin, yo. Chagrin. Uh, I don't remember any other Hughes movies where they would break the fourth wall like that. Uh, I mean, Home Alone. A whole cheese pizza just for me. He's not, oh, he he's not talking to anybody but the audience. Or the fact that he, he looks at the camera a few times. Yeah, he's also a kid. Oh. I was a kid. There wasn't cameras around. No, I mean, if you're a kid on a movie set, you're going to make some mistakes. Well, but it was deliberate the way I... I, yeah, it was I don't think that was in, intentional like Bueller's intentions. Yeah. He's directly talking to the audience. I agree, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Home Alone had that vibe. Yeah. He was just saying it to himself. Multiple times, Bueller would just break with what he was doing and look at the camera and talk. And yeah, I don't know. That that is an interesting aspect. I just really like the dynamic that that gave to the to the film. It changed the whole vibe of it. You know, right. it's like and yeah, it, it, you like, it broke it up. Me, yeah, you're talking to me. Yeah, oh, I'm here. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> this feels like one of the first ones that Hughes did, where the person taking the the journey is like this guy is cool. He's not a jerk. Like that's why he doesn't need character growth because he's already like the perfect person. In a lot of ways, at least in Hughes' his uh, view, I agree. You could also say he's not the main character because it's not there's not much of a plot to this movie. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like, yeah, it's a whole day's worth of activities, but there's no. The only drama, like the tension, everything, is the principal's trying to catch him the whole way. There's not an objective. There's not a story arc. That you could say that the crescendo right right is the parade mm -hmm. but really it's not set up the, you know napoleon dynamite is this kind of the same way which is i mean i hate that movie because of that reason but it, I, it, there's I no there's no plot yeah that it took more than one day to film this movie <laughs> i don't disagree with that i'm just saying this movie is set in one day so a big common thing we've we found when we review these hughes movies is that a lot of them very short periods amount of time. Yeah. Especially the ones that he wrote and directed. Breakfast Club, that's only An eight, eight hours. Yeah. Hmm. This. Weird Science was two days. Yeah. So This is one whole day. Yeah. Home Alone, I think, is a week. five or five or six. Because remember, he's like, well, if you would have waited, because they took the plane. Right. And yeah, multiple days. And they got there at the same time. Yeah. But it's, it's like a much more fun time to make a movie. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I now it's just, you know, with 
digital and CGI and graphics, attention spans. Well, can you imagine that parade scene? And oh, I mean, the coordination. Oof. Now that they said it took multiple days on just that to film. The oh. the one day was because the parade was going on, the actual parade they filmed during that. But then they took three additional days in order to complete the shots. Some of the cool shots I was noticing, like with all the construction workers or the window cleaners dancing around, that was not part of John Hughes's script. They were just happened to be dancing around, and they caught that on That's camera awesome. to everything. No way. Yeah, I believe that. Hughes was a city guy. You guys lying. And those window cleaners dance all the time on their ropes. I would. You know what else? Why wouldn't you? I noticed. Is how who cares? They're only okay. scared of day they were with bad camera shots. Like some of them shots were so shaky and just bad, but probably at that time it was so good. It's like we nailed that shot. You yeah, had a great point about yeah, that. Chase. Out of focus shot. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, that was on purpose though. Oh well, like, yeah, like, yeah. Shaky yeah. scenes from above, like cameras so shaky. shaky. Yeah. Well, it's too much money to redo it. Like well, now, it would be like it has to be so perfect. Well, it's on a studio. It wouldn't even be on a real road. It would, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. or with a drone, mm. stabilized. Right. Yeah, how much cheaper that's became. No more helicopter shots. It's all done by drone. Imagine just that shot of them changing Lord of the Rings. The car that yes. set up to that. Like getting a camera up in this rig and even the shot from the hotel windows, like freaking teams carrying all that crap up there <laughs> just for one three second shot. Right. Mm. What uh, well, let's talk to our resident teen here. Oh, that's you, Carson. Carson, what impressed you about this movie? Part of the fact that he actually got away with it. There's the message a teen would take. The inspiration. You could do wrong, <laughs> and it is right. It was pretty elaborate. Yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. He was a bad friend, too. Terrible. Friend. I guess that's the only transformation he really had, was that he became a good friend at the end, because he's like, I'll take the heat for this. As he should, actually, because it yeah, was his yeah, fault. Yeah, give him credit for it. Yeah. He was a... He was a bad guy all around. Mm. Ferris Bueller is not a good person. Yeah, Ferris gaslighting Bueller. He just yeah. got all his friends in trouble that he possibly <laughs> could. Their expense for his enjoyment. Ferris Badler. Yeah. Got him. Do not recommend Damn. that movie. <laughs> bad influence. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to go through all that work in order to get away with it, I have, I have no patience for that. Rigging up a trophy. Or maybe it's just one of them dumb things that's just like... Well, this will be so stupid and funny. Well, you can kind of see the early proto Home Alone type stuff, right? Where he has like the trophy rigged up to the rope. This is when the door opens, the mannequin, just like in Home Alone. It's, it's like that times a thousand. Yeah. The doorbell walkie talkie. Very similar. Yeah. To the yeah. pranks on Home Alone. That's very good. Yes. What's his first movie he did? Uh, first movie is my guess is vacation writing. I don't know what his first directing one. There's probably one before that, though, honestly. It's very good. Yeah. It wasn't all about teen movies. Obviously, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Thanksgiving movie, you know, family type stuff. But he really shined when he wrote these movies for teens, you know? And I think... Mm, 16 Candles, sorry. That was first. That was his first directorial debut. First writer was probably also that. What? He has a lot more writing credits. Yeah. Also 16 Candles. Yeah. Never. So six, 16 Candles, That's Breakfast great. Club, Weird Science, then Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And then right after that was Playing Trains and Automobiles. Oh, then Home Alone? Home right. Alone was after... 1990. Oh, wow. Uh, he dropped some bombs, dude. Uncle Buck was before that. That's where Macaulay was first before Home Alone. Uh, 
Yeah, because it's plane trains, then she's having a baby, which yeah. we just did last week. I miss Junk. And Great Outdoors after that, Uncle Buck, National Lampoon's okay. Vacation, or Christmas Vacation, and then Home Alone. And then, oh man. Christmas Vacation came out before Home Alone? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was oh, 80. Yeah. One whole year. Uh, so it was oh. back to that. Dude, this yeah. dude, I don't think you understand how prolific this guy is. I don't. All right, well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, you know what other movie that I know that you love that he wrote? The Walter Matthau, Dennis Menace. Ooh. I didn't know that. I didn't know he wrote that. Wow. The original. And Beethoven's second, if you care about sequels. Yeah, I know he did Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, he he was all about- Man, he did Flubber, too? Dude, this guy is legit. <laughs> Drillbent Taylor? Um, he wrote the story for that? Oh, that was because it was a story in National Lampoon. That's right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So, I think- I mean, doing a whole month, this guy doesn't really seem to do him justice. And, you know, Ferris Bueller is always viewed as a John Hughes movie. Like, you know, no one's like, oh, man, John Hughes, I love Flubber. Like, I'm not saying Flubber's a bad movie, but they're not like, that's John Hughes. Like, you look at this, in the 80s, John Hughes, John Hughes, I gotta stop saying his name. I say it wrong every time. Yeah, just say John. But I'm John. John. Mr. Hughes? Hughes? You're John Hughes. Hughes. I don't know (laughs) what you're saying over here. Oh, my God. Why did I like Shots so fired. That well, I mean, it would be huge, John, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. So, paging Mr. Big. Well, we all we all said, oh, I like doing a little trivia, right? Yeah. We, we talked about Charlie Sheen a little bit. You guys are so funny. Like, oh, he really does look like he's on drugs, X, Y, Z. He said, to produce the desired drugged out effect for his role as a drug addict in the police station, he stayed awake for more than 48 hours before the scene was shot. With the help of drugs. Or he was just drugged. Yeah, yeah right. he was drugged out. Wow. On cocaine, obviously, but yeah. Charlie, your makeup looks great. Makeup? Makeup? He would have been <laughs> young. Well, yeah, see, but Emilio was Ed- already- Emilio! Was Mighty Ducks before that? <laughs> no. Breakfast Club, bro. Breakfast Club. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That sounds like uh, Charlie Sheen gets me going. <laughs> Charlie Sheen probably already did play, uh, Platoon, right? I think he did Platoon because if you notice on his leather jacket, he had the uh, emblem on the lapel. Oh. Wow. Attention to detail. That's us. I like to. The detail dudes. I noticed the long pinky <laughs> snooters. So I knew he was on coat. Booger shooter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, now, what did you think as far as Matthew Broderick as... The main main character in this role. I mean, was he? How much more of things was he in before this? Was he pretty young to this game? I feel like he was in that one, the freshman before this. I don't know if that's true. He definitely wasn't a nobody. But I, this is this is like when you see Matthew Broderick today, you're like, please don't hit me with your car and murder me because you did that once. That what's really that ape? What was that ape movie he was in? Project Twenty One. Project something. Project. Only know him. Lion King. No, 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 no. What about Godzilla? About monkeys. It was epic. Such a great movie. A movie about not Planet of the Apes, right? Nope, nope. It's Project something. I don't even know that. Hmm. I know he was in Godzilla, which didn't do well. I'm gonna go with Hank Azaria. Yeah, yeah, still good though. I like that one. Yeah, it was still good. That was 2000. But I wouldn't think of him as the main character. I think Cable Guy. Oh, Cable Guy. Yeah, but that movie sucked. What? No, it did not. I, that's my least favorite Jim Carrey. Oh my gosh, Roman! I don't think I've seen it more than once. Dude, it's so good. Ben Stiller. Is it? Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. I watched Dodgeball this week with Noah. Project oh. X. I've never heard of Project X. Dude, watch it. It's good. I like that. I like that. I like it a lot. Well, you know, I know that Matthew Broderick did really well on Broadway. He did the producers with Nathan Lane, and that later became Forever. a movie. Yeah, but they were on Broadway for years. 
Forever. Forever. Well, let me tell you who else was considered for the role of okay. Ferris Bueller. Rob Lowe. Yeah, it makes sense. John Ch- Jonathan Cusack. Wow. Hmm. Jimothy Carey. No, Jim Carrey. Johnny Depp. Tom Cruise. Robert Downey Jr., which that makes sense. Wow, yeah. And Michael J. Fox. Wow. Michael J. Fox would have been great. I thought Broderick did wonderful. I thought he was great. I thought they picked the perfect, most like wide-eyed like boy yeah. in order to pull off that role. Yeah, everyone else would have looked like they were already out of college. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Alan Ruck as Cameron was so, the, the neurosis like felt so real. It was so funny. And when he is just doing the scene where he's just punching the car, like he just doesn't know if he wants to go pick up Ferris or not. He's like, no, I'll go, I'll go. I mean, that's so good. <laughs> like, oh man, I love it. And, and you know, there's obviously the nostalgia glasses when I watched this movie because I loved it so much as a kid. And it's, I don't know, you you you, you want to be a Ferris, right? You want, you see that, you're like, oh man. But so much of us are Cameron. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, getting mentally abused by your best friend, dude. Yeah, I know how that feels. Mm. He'll keep calling. He'll keep calling. He literally had to go sick. That's how mentally abused he's been by Ferris. I know what it's like to be abused by a friend. He just wanted to sleep. Yep. Are you bringing up the double down again? <laughs> mm. Well, I think this movie is like good for just good, just good, good humor. Good, good humor. I think it's, it's really good for, for people to watch when they're when they think of teen movies. Uh, you don't really see this kind of movie anymore today, which is weird. I felt like it peaked in the 90s because there was actually a very short-lived Ferris Bueller TV show, and it was garbage. Mm. And the first thing the guy does who plays Ferris is he cuts the cardboard cutout of Matthew Broderick. He's like, that's not me. I'm better than this guy. And you're like, shut up. But, you were not? But it was cool that Jennifer Aniston played his sister in the show. I but, never saw that. And no one did. It didn't last long. Yeah, I had no idea until just now. Yeah, but I, I feel show. like, do you guys remember that 90s show Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Which was essentially a, a 90s Ferris Bueller. Uh-uh. Well, I remember. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and and then I think that they were like, hey, let's just do that with Ferris Bueller. It'll be so much better. It's got name recognition. <laughs> no one liked it. Wow. Yeah. But I think the cool the cool guy who can't lose and all that stuff, don't see that too often now. Fun movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. No, no, no moralities. Sure. It teaches you nothing about life. Well, I actually got dumber. We're all now dumber having you heard it. You read chagrin? Chagrin? <laughs> I know what sugar is. <laughs> it's it's in this power drink. Yeah. Actually zero sugar. Zero sugar. You, 10% coconut water. So, I see you 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 feel like this movie was just amoral. No, it just has it, it bit, does not benefit society. Do you think That's it's a good movie? Point. Yeah, do you think I it's know, good? That is the point though. It doesn't have no benefit. Oh. Is a movie supposed to have benefit? Yeah, usually. Oh, you think it? I the, thought it was just like it's supposed to help out your credit or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Normally, it would like teach you some type of lesson, right? Well, well did you not man. get the stop? Don't take life so seriously out of it, because I mean that's just a big whole part of the whole thing. Yeah. Stop being so serious with the stick up your butt and being a stick in the mud and try to have fun every once in a while. Yeah, life yeah. ain't steal. I get it. I get. That's it. exactly what I said. Life moves too <laughs> fast. You gotta stop. Well, well, I feel like the people he. I guess you could say he wasn't the best friend. I agree with that. I think that does like, not hold No, it's like two weeks before he cheats on his girlfriend. He's going to marry her. Nope. He cheated on her on the float. Yeah. <laughs> he got handsy with one of the Froyleins. He had... Yeah. 
cartoon well, like that. Well, she was all up on Cameron's grill, and he was catatonic. Mm-hmm. That's true. I was thinking to myself, like, wait, what's going to happen? Right this is now? so off topic, but why did he have that microphone while he was lip syncing to the Beatles? He was selling it. Yeah. He was selling it. Someone's like, wow, he sounds like John Lennon. He's... <laughs> Yeah, the let's talk about the principal. Ooh, I think he's just a truancy officer, by the way. True, actually. Who? The guy? Yeah, I would assume he's the principal. I was the principal. Mm. What do you mean? Why don't you think he's the principal without looking it up? Because they specifically gave him. They they specifically (laughs) gave him a title in there. All right, let's see it. Look it up. All right, whether whether whatever his role. Sure seemed like they were setting him up for a real-life failure, didn't they? Further on down the line. <laughs> it was a poor choice having him be a principal and yeah. or true and officer. The actor, Jeffrey Jones, was caught having some illicit things on his computer. I'm not getting a Wi-Fi signal. Thanks, Roman. What do you need Wi-Fi for? Because I'm the middle just nowhere. Googling. You're on the Mediterranean. I got, I got I service. It's just me. I didn't hear anybody call him principal once. Yes. Well, I know. You just have to assume. Do you? That he's in charge of the school. Yeah, I would agree with I that. I mean, he's a, a, a truancy guy, man. This little Hughes guy over here, Hughes family. John Hughes is definitely your father. Oh, this says for years at Rooney, the principal at Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> who was the principal? They're saying it was principal. I mean, it's a no brainer. Yeah, I don't think it's a leap that he's the principal. Dean of students. He is not the fair. That this is the all. Dean of students what? is the principal. No, no. It was in high school. It was, yeah, yeah. No one called him the dean. Well, his first name's not Dean. It's Ed. Oh my God. <laughs> Edward. Anyway, he liked kids in real life. <laughs> we don't need liked him a little too much. This. I think. But I'm saying, like, look at his role in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to get on the school bus with all these kids? You know what? They didn't call him principal, but I am fully willing to admit that I'm wrong and that he was the principal. Dean of Students just sounds like a more official title. So I apologize for the charade. You thought, you, what did you think he was? The Dean of Students. He the, was the principal. True. They're all truant. <laughs> Anyone under the age of 16 is truant. Is that He's true? Principal. Oh, yeah. Is that truant? Yeah, ask Carson back there. Huh? Huh? He's be at school right now. <laughs> yeah. He's supposed to be at night school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But why does this movie, though, like, stand the te- test of time? I mean, this is referenced literally in today's movies also. It's classic. No one wants to go to school. Mm-hmm. And everyone wants to skip school but doesn't know what it looks like. Mm. And that's what it looks like. You could be at a parade. Carson's raising his hand back there. <laughs> Yo, how did this movie speak to you, Carson? That. School's the worst yeah, thing in your life until you're out of school and then you have a job. And then that's the worst thing in your life. So... It's relatable to every human being. Nobody yeah. wants to go to school every day. Yeah. Even if you love school, you don't want to do it every day. Yeah. How did this movie speak to you, Carson? I honestly couldn't tell you. Oh, I it thought you liked it. So many no ways. great talk. <laughs> it spoke to me in so many ways that it's indescribable. <laughs> Way to sell it. That was yeah, good. good. We're going to cut Carson. I'm so <laughs> Like, literally? literally? Yeah. I, I definitely had battles with my parents about going to school. And then, so I lived with my mom up through middle school, and she knew that I was, like, never sick. You but, faked it. Yeah. I didn't lick my palms as... Um, <laughs> Blew it. That was your off <laughs> nah. That's so gross. Yeah. But there, I remember there were times when uh, I moved in with my dad for high school, and I remember the first time I was like, I don't feel good. He was like, I'll call the school. And I was like, oh. Hey, okay. Sweet. All right. I got, I got, I got my butt. I got some equity with dad here. <laughs> didn't last forever. 
but uh, I definitely milked it. I definitely missed more than nine days a year, most school years. Mm. Yeah, and here I am. Shows, serious. <laughs> Shows, bro. I can read chagrin. I'm never going to let you forget. <laughs> what an idiot. Yes, you will. <laughs> Who uses that word? A lot of people. Nobody's ever used that word. Chagrin? I use it all the time. Yeah. Bob Deerdeck used that word in the podcast that we filmed. Ooh. Actually, yeah. he said, to the chagrin of my father, something about moving out of uh, Dayton, Ohio. Because oh. he was from Chagrin Falls? Is that why? <laughs> no. That's a place. In Ohio. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Been to everything about sugar. <laughs> All right. Let's let's get down to brass tacks here. Mm. Let's start with our teen. Carson, what was your favorite scene? That's hard. All right. We'll come back to you. That's a good question. Mm. Definitely the girl in the pool. <laughs> what? I was going to say that. What is your favorite scene, Chase? Um, I think my favorite scene is when, I don't know, the, the parade part is pretty energetic. Uh, it's kind of like a climax. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite scene would have to be when Cameron kicks the car and it, it goes out of the garage. It's a big moment. It's kind of at that point. He's like, he's going to own up to everything, stand up to the bully that is his dad. And I don't know, just kind of at that point, kind of like leveled up. Yeah. His heart grew 10 times that day. Yeah. He he became a man. Yeah. What about you, Roman? Are you crying? It was just so, it's just so nice. <laughs> oh, thanks. my favorite scene in the whole movie is when the two uh, guys are joyriding. Oh, yeah. The Ferrari. Yeah. And they're just shooting through the air and the hair is blowing. What was that? Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> that scene was beautiful. I wish I knew that character actor's name who was driving because that smile he gives. Yes, it's so good. Just, that scene just made me smile. Yeah. They smile just, more? Did you yeah. smile more from it? That's actually where the whole smile more came from was that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Is that the rights to use a Star Wars theme song? John Hughes, John, John Williams, Hughes, John Williams. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> he he co-wrote with John Williams. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I love great. that scene. I love that scene. See, because that scene that that was the scene that popped in my head. Oh, you should have said that. Oh. That would actually have been. Really <laughs> yeah, bad. it was a great scene. <laughs> what about you, Greek? You know, I love Edie McClurg in this movie she's just he's a real righteous dude oh she like it. she's so good so i think that whole phone interaction is probably my favorite when they're in the office and he's talking to cam that's probably one of my favorite scenes Sorry. oh <laughs> now you don't speak to me like that like i just say so you do <laughs> yes good act rooney <laughs> that was my favorite scene too i know i can't take it now because son of a bitch yeah yeah the moment when she says paris bueller's online too the morning too <laughs> That was well done. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Felt like I was watching a, a play. Yeah. It was just like one raw take. It was really good. Dude, the 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 way Alan Ruck does that father voice, I should it's like an old gangster voice, but he's like seventy five. Like it's like yeah, it's Capone mixed young. with like <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. It's like Capone mixed with Fred Flintstone a little bit. Like yeah. it's just got this weird tone to I love it. it. A little Gleason. It. That's like yeah. Gleason esque. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So it was a good movie. Yeah. Did you ask what Gilroy's favorite scene was? He said it. He already. I ask cried. him. A, ask him I again. I cried. <laughs> yeah. I know. I wanted to hear it again. Listen to you. I did. I think Greg just likes hearing me talk. Yeah. That's, he figured it out. He. Do. Can he you figure it out? Hard panel for Greg. Pre-show. Is that pre-show mic drop? Oh yeah. We haven't done. <laughs> Enough. I oh, I just haven't listened. I guess. I'm dubbing it. Carson's been doing it nonstop. <laughs> I have been doing it. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> I also liked. How they slow down his trampoline jump, but they don't slow down everyone else. So it's like they're getting in the car and he's still. You know, that was two shots. 
No. You way. know that was many shots. Wait. What? Oh, was yeah. it a GoPro? No, dude. No. You're saying the GoPros didn't exist back in 86? Not activate bullet time. <laughs> For real. Bullet time. That's where the Wachowskis were watching that, like, we got to do that more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back around the horn. What do you rate this movie out of 10? A uh, 15, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 15 is higher than 10. You do not realize that. Oh, uh, yeah. Go a little lower. Let's say I'd give it about a, I'd give it about a six. Wow. She's quite the range. <laughs> Are you okay? He's <laughs> six. Took, took about half off almost. I didn't understand the assignment. It's all right. Six is my final answer. Okay. Six. Six. That's brutal. What about you, Moral Oral Roberts? <laughs> moral Oral. That's pretty good. Moral Oral Roberts. It's me, Moral Oral. <laughs> that, that was a show. Yeah, on Adult Swim, Marvel yeah, is a crazy weird show. one. Um, I I think if I was just wanting just a really fun dumb comedy, I'd yeah. give it a. It's a solid seven five for me. Nice, um, solid seven five. Yeah, even though it's a fraction that he's. I, I think it's a great movie. It is. It's just a dumb classic. Yeah, I agree. Timeless classic. Carson out of ten. He's probably eight because I feel like it speaks to me as a teen. Oh, yeah, I like that. There he go. He's coming alive. Yeah, I'm he just forty. Dude. He was looking reviews up on IMDb. Oh man, I'm forty. That's <laughs> <laughs> my phone. I have not touched my phone. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's I, a lie. I, I know it's I'm a big lie. Show my my son this. Not my daughter. I don't want her to turn out like this. But like, smart. My son's already lost, so I might as well show him whatever. <laughs> you know, I love you, Chris. If you're listening, um, and also, how are you listening to this? Got ears, Greg. Right now. He's got an iPad. Much to my chagrin, he has ears. To my chagrin. There you go. See? <laughs> what does chagrin mean? That means yeah. you got a grin, Chuh. Hey, Siri, define chagrin. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Somebody, one thing on this whole episode. Just someone's upset. They, you're upsetting someone. Oh, it's on silent. Uh, it means distress or embarrassment at having failed or been humiliated. That's why I know that chagrin. What really happened to you while you were trying to read it? <laughs> you got chagrin. <laughs> Dude. Uh, this was a live photo that would be so chagrined, chagrined, chagrined. You know why I know that because I've lived that. I am, my name should be Chagrin Cormany because that's all I am to my face. Is that what that tattoo says on your back? It's actually a birthmark. <laughs> oh, man. that means God said. Look at Dragon, dude. <laughs> what do you rate this movie, Craig? Uh, easy eight and a half out of ten. Mm. It's a great movie. I liked it way more than I thought I was going to like it again. Yeah. It's a 9 out of 10 for me. Thanks for ruining my rating and talking over it, Roman. It's a 9 out of 10. Well, I didn't even kick it over to you yet. I know how to talk. A 9 out of 10. Yes, dude. Easy to please. That's a 9. That's true, though. I mean, I was eating pizza while we were watching, so. When did you get pizza? Roman has a special stash for me. When did we get ice cream? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, seriously, it's a 9 out of 10 for me. A lot of fun. Nostalgia lenses, I I can say that. I can also agree that Ferris is not a good person, but I like the development of Cameron. I like the development of the sister, Sloane, and you know what? I liked watching it with you guys. No, You know? I know that's why you gave it a nine. Yeah, life comes at you fast. Might as well be fast, too. That's exactly why. Might as well be fast, too. (laughs) 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 too. (laughs) I have to thank our guests... Thank you for setting up the studio. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's my I'm pleasure. talking to him. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Chase. Since we're since nobody's watching this, I'll say who he's pointing at. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna upload some he clips. He, he won't do it. Well, he's that file. He's like, <laughs> I am the word. This is to my chagrin. 
<laughs> but uh interesting <laughs> thank you for letting us come watch your house and host it in your studio he, he's talking to roman now roman. i am talking to roman atwood uh carson thanks for being a teen and now he's talking to teen. carson chase's son carson this time <laughs> no problem no thanks to greg you're all i have in this world but i don't thank you <laughs> he's kind of talking to me but i don't know <laughs> uh we're gonna see you guys next time this is the last john hughes january of 2024 here you can, yeah, you won't see us ever again. Mm. No, but uh, amateur hour. We're gonna go ahead and uh, roll up on out of here and film Doc Shane. Mm, darling, Doc. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>